listening to Antididact, the podcast about how to where we ask how come. My name is Ian and I am but one of your co-hosts. Who is co-hosting with me tonight? Oh no, it looks like there's a hole next to you that I'm going to have to fill. Uh, it's me, Hank. Uh, hello, hello, good day. Hello, sir, good day. Oh, and good day to you too as well, sir. <laughs> bug. Sorry, there was a bug in my face. I had to blow it and kill it because I'm on a bug hunt. You would Dude, blow a bug. <laughs> just did don't you can't stop me and it's the fred and I'm, I'm all lubed up i'm back i'm ready ready for action well that's good i'm feeling very dreadful <laughs> damn bro why i don't know <laughs> the people above me were playing rap music earlier and i just had a flashback to my old apartment where they would blast music every friday night and now i'm getting all freaked out <laughs> what do you yeah. think's gonna happen i think they're just gonna never stop playing music i think it's just gonna play all day long every day forever They've also been ha- had a habit of vacuuming at like three in the morning and causing weird tones at night. <laughs> they have been vacuuming like hmm. basically since I got home today. <laughs> Do they? I mean, I can kind of understand it. if you like spend like three thousand dollars on like the new Swiffer like ultimate wireless vacuum cleaner, you'd probably want to use it for four hours of the day. Yeah, if, if my Swiffer was called the Shark, which it is, I'd use it all day, which I do. <laughs> I would never use a predator to clean my apartment. I only use prey animals. So that's why you're feeling dread. The brave Swiffer. You are the prey. Am I? You're, you're afraid of the predators. I'm being preyed on pray by people God. who listen to rap music. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, so also in, to increase the feelings of dread, uh, my plant which like is my son i've had it for many years like you I neglected think... it for an entire year i did not neglect it i just put it in plant jail because he got the bugs no it is like a son because you let your mom take care of it for a year <laughs> yeah i let my mom take care of it she wrapped it in plastic wrap and kept it in my apartment kept it in my garage for for i think like a year and a half during the pandemic sounds like a really shitty babysitter <laughs> well she cured the bugs the plant was fine and she cured the bugs oh, okay. but today he's now he has the eggs. He has the eggs. Yeah, there's been a bunch of little flies around the apartment. Yeah, dude, these fuckers keep laying eggs in my precious plant. And I had to clip away, like, all of the branches. Now it's just, like, it's one shoot in, like, a, like a piece of a leaf. Oh, no. And, like, I scooped out all the eggs, like, it's breakfast, dinner. You know, get them out of there. <laughs> Could you actually see them? And- no, you could. Like, I actually, I threw out all the eggs. But they were, they were rather, like, probably one egg is the size of each little nodule on uh, a bottle cap. I thought you were going to say it was the size of the bottle cap. It's, like, what the? it's a fly! Well, okay, actually, no. The <laughs> eggs are about the size of those little tiny fruit flies. It's about the same size. If they were snail okay. eggs, I'd be okay. If they were spider eggs, I'd be welcoming to it because we have too many flies. We need more spiders. Yeah, spiders. I've been not killing spiders lately and i think it's been doing wonders for my physique oh dude i've been doing like even more than that like i've been raising spiders like i when i was living at home i like i would hang out in my the rumpus room and i'm not even kidding you there are at least 50 daddy long legs down there and i would be so nice to them like anytime i want to do anything if he's like on my desk or something i'd just be like hey buddy like a blow on him i'd give him a give him give him a blow and he got away wow you guys are both really open with these bugs insectoids (laughs) Um, yeah, well, no, because it's nice, because I'd rather have 50 daddy long legs than, like, four fruit flies that are just dedicated to flying into my nose, eyeballs, and mouth. <laughs> Those are the tastiest parts of your body. They're it's looking where for they the love. wet. It's, dude, it's like the light bulbs for moth, but instead they want to fly up your nose. 
They need the moist. Yeah, I don't like it. So yeah, as soon as I saw eggs, I had to scoop them all out. I, I'm not giving up on this plant yet. I've wrapped him in dryer sheets, plastic wrap, <laughs> and like I've made it basically bug gel. Any bugs that hatch in there, they're going to be fucked. There's going to be no oxygen. There's going to be a lot of good, uh, like fresh and clean smells, which bugs <laughs> hate. Yeah, bugs hate clean and fresh things. <laughs> yeah, so they never, they never, and then I leave the leaves poking out the top. You really made like a like a poor plant condom. <laughs> this is a minor hole in it with a couple leaves coming out of it, but you just snip the top off of the condom. I don't think the bugs I don't think the bugs are gonna be able to find their way through that. It's like a maze. I use multiple different pieces. You should just stretch a condom over the top of that thing. <laughs> just leave it for a couple weeks. See what happens. Yeah. Dude, I hope spiders start crawling out of that and eating all the bugs though, because like these fruit flies are a pain in the ass. You gonna fry up those eggs in the morning? Uh, maybe. Yeah, you they put them in the freezer, good. right? It's like salmon roe. You know, they might be a delicacy. <laughs> oh, like um, uh, caviar? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, if you swapped mm. out salmon eggs for fruit fly eggs... No one would notice. Yeah, no, nobody would notice. What would be better, fruit fly eggs or spider eggs? Because spider eggs come in like a package, right? They're all together in one little blob. I think on average you're more likely to eat a spider, so people would probably be more comfortable <laughs> eating spider eggs. True. No, but uh, but shark eggs though, they're like they're like the boba of like eggs. Don't they come in like a weird envelope? It's like a leaf. They come in a leaf. Like yeah. sharks lay like a leaf. Stingrays or something. No, no they, they have no. like a weird shape. It's like two U shapes. They have like almost like barbs at the it's end. It's like balls. And they they wrap themselves around seaweed. Yeah, that's how they get around. Dude, fucking fish are so fucked. They're just the bugs of the ocean. <laughs> they really are. The Even bugs. the bugs of the ocean are cooler. <laughs> like shrimp and lobster, those are fucking neat. There's some cool guys. Yeah, those are some, crab. That's a cool guy. Yeah, you know, crabs are wicked. You cool. know what's not cool? Fish. Fish suck. I hate them. Yeah, dude. Fuck tilapia. I hate tilapia. All my homies hate tilapia. And we're not gonna have another fish slam here, but but yeah. Fish are just gross. And then the fact that, like, fish turned into people, even more disgusting. <laughs> I can't believe this happened. Yeah, no one, they should not be allowed to play baseball. So we're fish in our ancestry tree, in our family tree? Well, you're not, but everyone else is. Oh, no, right, everybody, right. everybody, there's the, there's that one fish that was like, fuck you guys, I'm going on land. And he climbed out and probably suffocated to death, but he at least reproduced enough. <laughs> he fucked on his way out enough times <laughs> that it was worth it. <laughs> He planted that seed. I like to think he got up there. There was no fucking food. And he's like, well, what the fuck am I up here for? <laughs> he's like, where the hell is everything? It's just dirt and rocks. I guess I'll die. I love the <laughs> period of geological history where there were just lots of trees and they would fall over onto each other and just make big stacks of fallen trees because there was no bacteria <laughs> to eat the wood. Dude, thank thank those trees for all of our precious oil. And oh, I love my trees. precious oil. <laughs> yeah, man hadn't invented fire yet either. So like the trees weren't burning at all. Oh, yeah, no, literally nothing was happening. <laughs> well, the trees might have burned because of lightning. Oh, psh, man invented lightning, too. Dude, two people died at a White House today because of lightning. <laughs> Joe Biden and Jill Biden. A, a White House? <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of White Houses, but, like, the, the White House, the oh, whitest okay. house. <laughs> Capital T. Wait, really? No, yeah, two people died of lightning strike at, wow. at the White House. Were they uh, Secret Service members? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it wasn't Joe Biden because he's still kicking. Well, they they've, been, repa they've replaced him with Robot Biden. Could have been Joe Biden. We don't know that yet. Yeah. Has he true. been seen publicly since the lightning strike? Only his robot form has been seen publicly. <laughs> <laughs> it was explicitly stated. Yeah, you can see little sparks coming off of it. Like a little <laughs> screw popped out of his mouth when he coughed. Yeah, the two people hit were Joe Biden and Joe Biden's robot. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's monster. <laughs> yeah. 
And then and then what's his his dog Champ is like fighting off all of the Secret Service agents. He needed that dog to bite people. <laughs> Apparently, a bit over forty agents. Just knowing that he's a bad dog owner is just the icing on the cake of his presidency. It's like all of his dogs bite. Well, that's where he gets his his sniffing tendency too. You know whose dog didn't bite? Barack Obama. <laughs> Wait, Barack had a dog. Yeah, he yeah. had the poodle. He had Bo. No, he didn't. Yeah, it was Portuguese. The Portuguese water dog, Bo. Oh, that's cool. oh. <laughs> oh. B O. No, no, not O. Bo for Barack Obama. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> I still love my my uh, my Smurf accounts for league's name is Baduck Obama. But <laughs> why? <laughs> why wouldn't it be Baduck Biden? <laughs> I only want to prescribe to one one president at a time. Even, I'm not even prescribing to. But to Obama either, but but Durock the Buck Durump. <laughs> I wish I could subscribe to Obama. Oh, you actually can. <laughs> you literally yeah. can. He has a Twitter. He's the he? uh, he's the most popular uh, person on Twitter, even more than Shakira. No, he's got a podcast. You can you can actually subscribe there's to a, him. There's really? a Obama pod. We should have him on as a guest. Yeah, we should have <laughs> Obama and Springsteen on as guests <laughs> at the same time. They host a podcast together. Oh shit! I mean. America's two most irrelevant people right Wait, now. Wait, Bruce Springsteen? Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama have a podcast together. The guy from Die Hard? What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Fred, do you wanna do you wanna help Hank out? I don't know if I can. <laughs> I think this he's is, he's being unironic. This is worse than me, Hank. Like I'm bad with names and faces, but like the Die Hard man? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Really? <laughs> Hank, you're thinking of Bruce Willis. Oh, the, I, yes, Bruce Win- the Winter Willis. <laughs> the Bruce of the Winter. Oh, my God. Yes, you heard it here, folks. Die Hard is a winter movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Christmas movie. Um, um, should we drop the dime on, on our missing member here? He's in Greece or something. Somewhere. Yeah, he's all greased up. So he'll be back eventually. So while he's away, we can have uh, Buck Obama and uh, Shut the Bruce fuck Springsteen. Up, <laughs> uh, Buck Obama. <laughs> it makes it sound more authoritative. Buck. <laughs> Dude, if his name was Buck Obama, he probably wouldn't be able to get through the Tea Party. He would have gotten his third term. Yeah. The Tea Party seems so quaint. Dude, they're having a little, yeah, British, you're having a fucking tea party, mate. Are you having a little sip of tea? Oh, you're going to dump it in the fucking Boston Harbor again, you will it? In it? Get a bottle of water in it. Yeah, and fuck the British. <laughs> I haven't drank tea in my entire life. Fuck my- I only drink D. No, don't say it. I'm, I'm sorry, I meant, I meant, P? P? I thought you were going to make a D's Nuts joke. <laughs> <laughs> I've only drank D's Nuts. The time for D's Nuts is over. <laughs> no, I drink I drink the sea. I drink the sea. The coffee of the sea. The seawater. Honestly, saltwater coffee might be kind of good. <laughs> Does that even work? Saltwater taffy is pretty good. Yeah. So, so saltwater coffee salt- would probably be all right, too, because it rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> saltwater. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And uh, what's chewy like saltwater taffy is bubblegum. And we have a little guide here about bubblegum. Yes, today we have how to give up bubblegum. For some people, chewing bubblegum is an occasional treat. But for others, it's a deadly habit that borders on compulsive behavior. If you believe your gum-chewing habit is out of control, 
Learning how to break and replace a habit can help you save your teeth as well as your pocketbook. Yes, if you're spending $15 a day on gum. Yeah, if you're a pack-a-day gum smoker, you got to stop at least before you're 40. <laughs> they should. They never did that. They never made a smokable cigarette and gum combo. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the filter's made of gum. Oh my god, it's like chewable dip. <laughs> I mean, I've seen plenty of homeless people uh, rifling through the ashtrays at work and then just swallowing the butts. Uh, so I'm... No, I honestly also think about that. Like, whenever I walk down the street and I see a nice butt, I'm like, if I was homeless, I would have smoked that. I'd swallow that. I'm actually getting a call right now. Uh, it turns out there's this thing called Nicorette. It's a Nicorette nicotine gum. But oh. can you smoke it? No, but it's like smoking. <laughs> wait, oh my god, wait, what if you're like you're so addicted to bubble gum that you have to like get even more of a fix so you switch to Nicorette gum? Like you're you're chewing Nicorette gum in between cigarettes in order to get more nicotine. <laughs> That's no, the no. ultimate chain smoke. Like like gum is like the gateway drug to Nicorette. And you're running the your vape through the humidifier in your room. So your room is just full of vape vapor. No, no, no. What you do is... Is that what they call it? Vape vapor? Vape vapor. No, it's just vape pour. No, it's, vape-por. it's Vaporeon. No, no, no. I thought it was cotton. <laughs> so what the real thing is, you, is you, get one of the, uh, you get one of the fog machines they use at concerts, but you put the vape oil in there instead of the propylene glycol. And then you, that's how you get the massive, the biggest uh, smoke bong cloud, the vape bong. Imagine you're vaping through a bong. That'd be crazy. I, haven't you literally done that? No. <laughs> no. I told my friend about that the other day, and he's like, I don't believe you. No. I don't believe you. That didn't okay, happen. I might have done that once in college where I took, no, like... Hank, you literally, you took a video of it, and you sent it to us, like, a month ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about, like, the e-cig vape. I thought you were talking about making, like, a whole house bong. <laughs> like, where you open the doors, like, one room is the choke, one room is the is the bubbler. The chimney is the mouthpiece. Yeah, like, oh, no, I, I, rooms, you put I, your mouth up to the keyhole on the door. It requires I've talked four to people a, to operate. I've talked to Fred about this before, though, but you do you do the sink bong, where you fill your whole <laughs> sink with Oh, you use the S-trap to, like... Yeah, and you, you take a hit to the S-trap as a bubbler. <laughs> I'm sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> fucking terrible oh you know you grind up some ice with your garbage disposal first true true yeah. no no so this was like if i if i woke up one day and i was tr- turned into like maybe like a 60 or like a 20 foot giant like that's what i would do like if i need if i need a bubbler i would i would take a kitchen sink <laughs> you take nothing but the kitchen you use kitchen the kitchen sink. sink as the choke <laughs> yeah, the I'm welding like- <laughs> torch as the as the lighter oh boy right we're doing a guide that is a such a sexy gum eater. It's <clears throat> a flaccid to... piece of gum. She's putting a flaccid <laughs> piece of gum in her mouth. Tell me that they didn't know what they were doing when they drew this picture. Someone did. Someone knew what they were doing. They even put lipstick on her. Who who chews gum with lipstick? I, I think this comes from the How to Give a Blowjob guide. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, in the related guides, yeah. So, part one, breaking the habit. Step one, identify when and why you chew. An important part of kicking any habit is to make yourself completely conscious of it. I, I guess you can unconsciously chew gum. That's a thing, right? I mean, you unconsciously, like, bite your nails. Dude, I unconsciously eat my own flesh by chewing my cheek. Mm-hmm. Yummy. It's, I can't. It's so good. I love eating myself. It has such a good mouthfeel. 
human flesh. No, I'm like not even kidding. Like if I think about how often I've been chewing my cheeks, I've probably like eaten a carbon copy of myself like at least like once or twice. Like four times over. Well, you know, because you know all the cells in your body replace every three weeks. And it's like if you're eating like That's three not four true. Them, that is simply not true. Yeah, dude. If you write on yourself a Sharpie marker and then three weeks will be gone. That's because that's not because you're so why don't why don't tattoos uh, disappear in four weeks? Uh, it's because you, you have to get them redone. They just they're they're uh tattoo. You have to get tattoos redone every four weeks. Well, no, if you think about it, a tattoo is like ink, so it's like your cells they grow around it. It's like it's like if you put a uh, if Wait, you put like on. a traffic cone or something. Loop, there's a, there's a plot hole here, Hank. A what? sharpie is ink. It's permanent. It's not permanent. It's not a permanent marker. Yeah, that, honestly, that's a misnomer. It's not that permanent. You can remove it with acetone, or you could just wait until your skin falls off. Yeah, I like waiting until my skin falls off. I was watching The Gray Men uh, last week. It was a pretty good action flick. You know, Ryan Gosling, Bay, whatever. Um, he's Bay? He's Bay. He's, he's uh, absolutely Bay. Are you he, Gosling right now? <laughs> I'm Gosling over Gosling. So he wrote something down on his hand in Sharpie. And then was trapped in like a, an underground water cell. And then there was an explosion. And then he fought like five guys, killed them all. And then got in a car, and then it went off a bridge into the water. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like three instances, four instances, five instances of where it could have been rubbed off or washed off, and it was still there. It wasn't even smudged. Yeah, it wasn't until until he jerked off ten minutes later that it came <laughs> off. <laughs> it's the worst scene in the movie. <laughs> but I, that was absolutely product placement for cum. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Big Cum. <laughs> I don't trust Big Cum. <laughs> Yeah, they keep shoving lemons down everybody's throat. There's too much at stake. <laughs> that so you have to so make back yourself to the flaccid gum <laughs> in this woman's mouth. So to kick the habit, you got to make yourself conscious of it. That includes figuring out when you engage in that habit the most, what is happening around you when you engage in that habit, and what you get out of it. Is this like if you grind your teeth at night, you're supposed to put a piece of gum in there so you can chew it while you sleep? No, then you just die. I slept with a piece of gum in my mouth once when I was like 10 because I wanted to see what would happen. It literally just dissolves because it's basically food. Wait, so you woke up and the gum was I woke was up gone? and there was no gum. You might have just You eaten just swallowed it. it. No, I had, no, actually, you know what? There was a little bit of gum. <laughs> isn't, so. um, isn't gum just like light rubber? It, no, it has it's it's gum, which is like sap from a tree. Yeah. No, has... you can't you can't digest it. So every piece of gum you've ever swallowed in your life is in your stomach right now. Yeah, because everything just kind of lives in this like pit in your intestine. <laughs> like there's this like pit where everything just falls in, like keys, like lost socks. Here's where my never keys. Never be able to. That's where I keep my keys. You'll just never be able to shit it out. It'll never happen in a so, million years. So that's why I weigh so much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm full of keys. Of, you're full of keys and gum. <laughs> it's not water weight. It's my intestine weight. You were such a fucked up kid dude <laughs> oh little freddy's eating keys again <laughs> I, mean, I did tell you about my nickname freddy five rocks yeah so i read a book in elementary school called uh, what the fuck is it called fuck this is the worst story ever <laughs> I read oh, a book. oh it was called joey pigs that swallows the key and it's a book about a kid who was like had a key on a string and he would keep swallowing it and pulling it out of his mouth and Why? swallowing it and pulling it out of his mouth. He's a weird kid. He's fun. And then, and then he swallowed it and it, it came untied off the string and it fell into his stomach <laughs> and that was his key into his house. No, he was no. a latchkey kid. He could never get out. <gasps> never get in. I don't really remember what went on in the story. He also like put a staple into like some girl's hand in the story. 
Is this a children's book? Yeah, it was one of those, like, <laughs> I was a bad kid books that, like, adults write. I stapled their thumbs together. Like, in Diary of a Wimpy oh Kid, God. when he, like, does all those sexual assaults. Thankfully, I've never read Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Wait, what? So, yeah, uh, what I, the fuck? No, I've never had doesn't. to experience that. Yeah, he does a bunch of crimes. <laughs> he does not do crime. He, he does, puts, like, a stinky piece of cheese on a baseball On a girl's something. bare breasts in the locker room. Wait, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Uh, maybe we read different books. <laughs> you read that when you were older. Yeah. The cheese touch. <laughs> yeah, he used the cheese touch to like molest people. Anyway, <laughs> all right, we we need to get through step one here. This is <laughs> no. <laughs> so try to determine when you crave a piece of bubblegum. Is it something you do to cope with stress, for example, or do you chew gum to freshen up your mouth? I chew gum to blow a big bubble and float away. I chew gum for my friends. Because they don't, they don't have teeth, so they can't chew. I have to chew it for them. I, I chew five gum because I like to feel like I'm on top of like a really big refrigerator that's also like bouncing up and down with sound waves, sound waves, and fifty steel balls. That is kind of what I feel too. I can't say I relate. <laughs> I love the meme of the dog spreading cement, and it says how it feels to chew five gum. And it's like being on a construction site and being a dog as a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Are we still not through step one? <laughs> there no. are two other bullet points. Oh my god, <laughs> we're the worst. Think about any feelings you may have, you may attach to chewing bubble gum. Is it something you associate with childhood trips to the candy store? Do you chew gum to avoid other bad habits like smoking? Hmm. I chew gum to avoid mm, smoking meth. No, you chew gum to avoid smoking your sink. <laughs> So see if you have any environmental, emotional, or situational triggers that tend to send you reaching for gum. <laughs> It'll be helpful to know when those triggers happen and what they are as you move forward. You just have a big headache. You're like, oh, God. Oh, God. And you just put another stick of gum in your mouth. You're like, oh, finally. Oh, I got my fix. Oh, that's better. And it's like one day you're like, you're really desperate for a piece of gum and you start like going out and chewing on your tires. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like eating rocks. Mm. <laughs> You've ever been to a rock climbing place where the the whole floor is just like shredded rubber? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to keep those when I went to rock climbing camp <laughs> to chew on them. Yeah, I know. I just chew on those. No, those oh, fucking disgusting. So many bare feet on those. <laughs> so much hantavirus running around there. I mean, you McDonald's your... toys are like basically a piece of gum if you really work hard at it. Hank, did you have hantavirus at one point? Uh, I had hand, foot, and mouth disease. No, what was the thing you had? Didn't you have No, like... I had norovirus. Norovirus. Oh. Yeah, I, that was fucked up. I literally couldn't stop shitting and vomiting. I couldn't even drink oh. any water for like 18 hours. I thought I was going to die. How did you survive? I don't know. Did Every you eat hour. a mouse or something? No, I literally, <laughs> like for 18 hours, I couldn't, I like, because like the fucked up part is that like cold water literally never tasted as good as when I had the norovirus. Like, I would literally drink, like, a big glass of cold water just for the feeling of being able to drink water, <laughs> only to throw it up five minutes later. I literally repeated that, like, at least five or six times. I'm with you on that. After you throw up, the taste of water changes. It becomes sweet. Yeah, water it's almost as good sweet. as uh, water when you're at the gym. Mm. I love gym water. <laughs> I like water out of a little squeeze bottle. Yeah, let, let's be specific here. We're not talking about water that the gym has supplied. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're just talking about water that you drink when you're at the gym. Or like, you know, in Space Jam, when Michael Jordan uh, gives the tunes, like, the juice, oh, like, the, the juice. special, like, yeah. Michael Jordan juice. <laughs> the Ugh, Michael gross. juice. And it's just water. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a lot like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, or it tastes better because it's in a cool bottle. Because Michael <laughs> Jordan gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the Windows 98 water that they gave out at, like, some developer conference? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of what it was. I think it was, like, Windows 98 water or Windows XP water. It came in a can. Was it uh, straight from the tap of uh, Steve Ballmer's armpits? <laughs> Those are a tap. <laughs> they have to tap him before he goes out. Like they, they hit like a spike into his armpit just to release all the water. <laughs> and then sometimes it sprays everywhere like like a Bavarian disaster movie. All right, part one, step two. Commit to change. Before you actually break your bad habit, it's important that you commit to the change you're about to undertake. Studies have shown that commitment is an integral component of any behavioral change and is vital to your success in that undertaking. Commitment. Commitment, commitment, commitment. I always give that advice to my developers. <laughs> it's the first thing I say to them in the morning, every morning. I want them to be committed. I mean, I can stop chewing gum whenever I want. I just don't want to. I'm committed to stopping chewing gum whenever I want. Determine whether you're just giving up bubble gum and will still be able to chew regular gum or if you are giving up all types of gum and having some other type of gum to fall back on would make it easier to quit bubble gum. Bubble I'm gum sorry, is what? different than regular gum. Can you imagine being addicted to like bubble yum and then being like, oh, I need to like wean myself off of this with trident. Oh. Yeah, I only eat bazooka. Like spearmint, trident. Yeah. That That is my favorite flavor of gum, by the spearmint? way. Spearmint? Spearmint. Spearmint gives me a raging headache and I have no I'm idea why. Sweet mint. I love the sweet mint. Yeah, I'm a sweet mint kind of guy. Yeah, that orbit sweet mint. Or, or honestly, winter mint is okay. Spearmint just really fucks me up oh, and I have also, no idea why. Orbit strawberry. <laughs> Orbit strawberry and Trident tropical, so good. If I'm going for like sweetness, though, I'll, I'll probably go strawberry lemonade hubba bubba. I, I do the watermelon strawberry oh, hubba bubba. What's the That's grape one? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the it's hubba um, bubba? it's the sugar-free grape. Uh, oh, they stopped making it. It's like, I the grape, it. it's like the grape hippo or something. Yeah, no, they literally <laughs> stopped making that. I'm not purple, even kidding. I haven't seen hippo. that in like at least since I was like eight. Listeners, if you know what we're talking about, send us a DM <laughs> at anti underscore didact. The purple gum. It had big, huge cubes of gum. Yeah, and it was, I, th I swear it was sugar free and it tasted so good. It was so good. It was it like was crunchy. It had like crystals of something in it. Yeah. Oh, were they the ice cubes that come in like the big. Like, no, no, it tin? wasn't the icebreakers ice cubes. I know those okay. ones. Because there are grape ones of those. Hank, uh, do a little recon for us. We're just going to get 50 stock images of purple hippos in our DMs. Understand why you are choosing to break this habit. Is it for health hygiene reasons, financial reasons, or something else altogether? <laughs> if you are having financial problems because of gum, you, you really do need to quit. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to tell you. If you just, like, chew a lot of gum, I think you're probably okay. I mean, this, this is, like, similar to the diaper addiction. Like, if, if you are... Buying too many diapers or buying too much gum is pretty similar. You, you should probably just stop. I think if you found this guide via Google search, you do need to stop chewing gum. <laughs> like, because if... Do I have a problem chewing gum? I mean, it sounds stupid to say because this guide is like how to quit chewing gum. So it's like, you know, it's obvious that you would want to quit if you found this guide in your yeah. own. But I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Like, if you have to Google search about it, like, it really is a problem. There's a psychological block in there somewhere. Yeah. Knowing why you're quitting can make it easier to keep yourself motivated. You'll see more money in your wallet. For example, you might even notice your teeth and jaw hurting less. Oh, yeah, because I, I love... I, I chew gum every... I chew, like, six pieces of gum to get that Chad jaw with, like, the huge jawline. Oh, like you're mewing mm. in order to get the, the Chad... Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably do that someday. Start mewing? Yeah. It, meow, that, that's like that, that piece of, uh, like, rubber that you put on your front teeth and you just... Yeah. 
it puts out the jawline uh, nodules. Yeah, but you can grow a full beard, so that's like... Oh, true, my beard's going to hide it. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Do I want my beard or my jaw nodules? Consider recruiting God. the help of others. Ask your friends, family members, and coworkers to stop you if they see you reaching for a piece of gum. <laughs> stop me, please. Somebody stop me. What, what's the equivalent of uh, like knocking a cigarette out of someone's hand for a, a gum chewer? Reaching into their mouth. <laughs> or holding your hand, open fit, open hand underneath their mouth, and you go, spit it out. <laughs> and they're like, like, we're not talking about anything else until you spit it out. Weird question. Did you guys' moms uh, accept gum that way with an open hand? Oh, yes, because she didn't want us swallowing it. Sometimes, like, if you were at church or something and you were chewing gum, oh, my mom yeah. would be like, hey, Give spit me it out. And then she'd be like, Shh. and she'd put it in your mouth. Well, I think she would. I don't know what she would do with it. I don't know what you do with gum if someone spits it into your hand. I guess you could like add it to the under the table collection of gum, or under the pew or wherever. Under the pew, yeah. God, I can't even imagine. Can you imagine like being at a church and scraping under the pews for all the gum that people leave? Oh, dude, all that free gum. If I need to fix, I'd go to a church and get some hand-me-downs. Ooh, piece of candy. Did you love that part in Elf where he's like scraping gum off of the railing? Yes. Was that your favorite part of the movie? No, I actually never really watched Elf. I am floored by this information. I've watched a lot of parts of Elf and I've probably watched it, but I can't really remember it, to be honest. I know I've... I think I've seen it. I think I might have seen it. I'm very disappointed. Part one, step three. Give yourself an end date. When deciding to break any habit, it's a good idea to set a realistic end date that allows you to make progress at a healthy pace. Ah, uh, yes, not not compared to the unhealthy pace, where you might fucking die if you set your date too late. <laughs> there is no set consensus on how long it'll take to break a habit, and everybody's mind works differently with habit formation. A good rule of the thumb is to give yourself two months to kick the habit entirely. Studies show that daily habit formation can take 66 days before the new behavior... <laughs> Ooh. Uh, becomes fully integrated. I don't even know if that was caught on mic, but Fred just broke his back. <laughs> it was my neck, actually. Oh, my God. I, my neck's been so fucked up. I got my bed, and I kept it locked up in a box for two months, and then I unraveled it, and now the edges are curled, and when I sleep, it's like sleeping on a giant U. <laughs> and you're on the top. No, it's like sleeping on a giant N. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, a stylistic N without the stem at the beginning. Yeah, like a lowercase. Yeah, like a cursive mm. N. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no, because a cursive mm. N has two humps. Oh, that's right. M's have three. I Wait, forgot. no. Wouldn't it just yeah, be an right. upside down U? What is an upside down U? That's yeah. kind of an N. That's basically an N. Well, yeah. no. Lowercase U's have. Oh, yeah. Up, upside down capital U. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, an upside down capital U is the That has to be bed. a letter. <laughs> that has to be like a Cyrillic letter or something. Or a Greek symbol. We'll get the Cyrillicists on, on this right away and find oh, out. Oh, wait a minute. I'm wearing a shirt with Cyrillic on it right now. Um, It looks like uh, B. Wait, there might be one on the back. Mm. Is there an upside down U on there? Hey, Hank, take your shirt off. Ah. <laughs> Quit stripping me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Upside down. Uh, but it's not really like that. that that's it's, like it has corners on. It. That's too okay. sharp. If yeah. if if you were using like a Google like Gboard to type, it probably would be smoothed out a little bit and probably look more like a uh, an N. Two forty p monitor maybe. Yeah. If you squint at it from like thirty feet away, you might think that. Uh, yeah. So if you're sleeping on a bed that Russian like resembles the Russian alphabet. Uh, Get off. Stop <laughs> chewing bubble gum immediately. Stop <laughs> chewing gum. It is unhealthy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? If you if you were to set an end date for quitting gum, would you just go cold turkey or would you try to wean yourself off? I'd pick one of the rapture dates. 
Oh. So like 2012. Yeah, or like whatever the next one is. What's the, <laughs> what's the next big rapture? I think there there is. Is there one coming? Another up? one. I yeah, think. wait. It's been ten years since since uh, twenty twelve. There's got to be another one. There is. I think it's like twenty one, twenty two. I think. All right, I'm gonna look up <laughs> when, when is the next rapture. Just fucking around. Um, two, 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 two. No, I think we already passed that. Fuck. They were they were definitely people at the day after twenty twelve occurred, where they're like, oh, we found a new Mayan calendar end date of the world. Okay, you forgot to carry the two. <laughs> I found it. I found the list of um of. Future predictions for end of the world scenarios. When's Ragnarok? I don't. What is that? <laughs> is it Thort? Yes. Beelzebub. I don't know anything about Thort. Um, so we have uh, coming up. We have the thirteenth of November, twenty twenty six. It's claimed by Heinz von Forster, and in the nineteen sixty science article, this scientist predicted a date for the end of humanity due to overpopulation. Hmm. Aren't we like underpopulated now because people don't want to have babies anymore? Yeah, they're, the, they're too busy eating hot chip. <laughs> I don't yeah, think the, fucking wine. I don't think the population is decreasing, but the rate of population growth is decreasing. So it's a little different, but it'll Wait, eventually no, no, no. go negative. Because I'm pr- I'm fairly confident that the United States birthing rate is like one point two six, which is below the reprodu- the reproducing rate of two. Because like if you only have one and a quarter kids. Like, that doesn't make up for the two parents you have, so it's not going to work. It's so hard to find, like, you know, the rest of the three quarters of a kid. (laughs) That's a dumb joke. I'm so fucking stupid. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, The Messiah Foundation says the world will end in 2026. Uh, They say an asteroid will collide with Earth in accordance with Riaz Ahmed Gonar Sahi's prediction in the book The Religion of God. Was that Gonad Sahi? I'm sure it was. <laughs> Wait, wasn't the other year 2026? Dude, as well? my gonads are soggy. Yeah, the other one was 2026, but Whoa. one of them was more general. Like you know, it could be any time. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. And then there's another one for 2028 uh, by Kent Hovind, and he says, uh, clarifying that there is no way he can be certain. He believes that in 20, he believed that in 2015, in 2028 was the most likely year for the rapture. So that's just a fucking nobody just claiming bullshit. <laughs> At least the other guys were like, I heard it in a book. or like, Wait, guys, actually, did you know that the real date for the rapture is actually today in 15 minutes? Oh. Yeah, no, a big, a big, <laughs> uh, a big rock is going to come down and hurt all of us. No! <laughs> it's going to hurt us? What if we don't want it to hurt us? Well, you have to repent. You have to repent against the rock god. If if we give you money, can you prevent it from hurting us? Oh, actually, yeah. Give me $200. <laughs> yeah, and guys. Guys, guys, guys. No, check this out. 15 minutes, the world's going to end. Everyone right now has to submit uh, $40 to uh, our Patreon. Yeah, my Patreon. And then they're going to help me start my Kickstarter campaign. Oh, yeah. You, all of your Patreon dollars are going to go right into Kickstarter. <laughs> this is the pilot episode of How I Met Your Cult. Oh, we should do a How I Met Your Mother watch through and just fucking be miserable about it. <laughs> we should do like a fucking, we should watch a TV show and just talk about it for hours. Is How I Met Your Mother the one with Ted Bundy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that the serial killer? Did I just say the wrong name? Yes. Yeah, you're thinking of oh, uh, Ted Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I like the TV show idea, but we gotta we gotta quit uh, chewing gum first, or else we, gotta, we won't be we gotta able to get hear. this anti didact thing off the ground. Yeah.
<laughs> yeah, I can't wait till we can move on to the Olive Garden segment where we watch the Olive Garden commercial 46 times. Uh, that is a great shout out to the Garden Cast, one of my <laughs> ultimate favorite YouTube videos. And then we stream ourselves mukbanging at Olive Garden. No. <laughs> okay, part one, step four. We're really trucking through this guy here. Set sequential goals. It may be difficult to stop chewing bubblegum entirely overnight, especially if you chewed for so many years or used gum to cope with stress. What will I ever do? I don't have my gum anymore. I used gum to cope with the death of my grandparents. I used gum, gum chewers? to cope with my gum chewing problem. What, what could you replace like one chewable with another chewable? You replace it with chewable vitamins and you get very sick. Oh, you can start like just <laughs> chewing grass like cows? Well, pine well, Or like the, the farmer with the little thing of grass the, sticking the, out of the The tweed. Mouth. Yeah, we're yeah. that thing around. <laughs> left, right, left, right. Ganashing at my gnomes. I think you can chew pine needles. It's, uh, that does something. Um, oh, I used to do that when I was allowed. I would eat pine trees. You yeah. could also swish piss in your mouth or something. <laughs> I think Bear Girls taught me both of those things. <laughs> Swishing piss. I don't know how much you can chew that, but you can try. Well, if you swish it around long enough, maybe you can chew. Oh, your teeth might pop out, and then you can chew on those. Yes. Uh, there's the there's the from Comedy Bang Bang. Reggie Watts chews on a Lego in one of the segments. Oh, does he ever get a piece off of it, or does his his teeth break before that? No. Uh, Scott Ackerman asks him, "What are you chewing, Reggie?" And he goes, "Lego." <laughs> and Scott goes, "Doesn't that hurt?" And he goes, "I have weathered gums." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like if you had the right technique, you could probably properly chew a Lego. You could chew pencils. Pencils are easy, Mo. That's pencils way easier to chew than uh, pen, pen caps. Pen caps. Oh, honestly, wait, no. People in the old times, they used to have chewing wood for when you would need to amputate your leg and you wanted something to chew on. <laughs> <laughs> to keep yourself busy while you're getting amputated. And this is documented in every movie ever yeah. that has surgery in it. God, I love surgery. <laughs> uh, dude, my surgery habit is so bad for me right now. I traded my gum habit for a really awful plastic surgery habit. Now I have big fat cheeks. <laughs> now I can chew gum more efficiently. Oh, you can chew breast implants? Chewing breasticles? Yeah, they, they, would, they don't pop, right? Ever? Breast implants? No, nothing. No. <laughs> They're built Ford tough. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that video of, like, the short guy with, like, the absolute biggest ass ever in, like, a polo being surrounded by, like, four dudes in suits escorting him? No. And there was, like, music in the background. It was, like, Isn't that a politician? And they're squirting him? No, 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 no. It's a wet butt contest? It's, like, it's a video of this reporter. He's doing a news report. And then all of a sudden you see this, like, stoutly man in a polo and khakis with like four bodyguards around him just like walking really wide ways with the fucking biggest junk in the trunk ass I've ever seen. like it had to be fake there's no way that shit was real and it was like well, so people with fat asses can't be rich and have bodyguards hey? no it was like it was like a hard <laughs> it was like a hard ass come on Fred let's leave I know we're not one <laughs> my, my ass isn't big enough for you Hank it's too small get a bigger ass <laughs> we're gonna turn Fred into a feeder Oh, it's, it's okay. You'll see my butt print on the chair when I wait, leave. Wait, wait. Is the, is the feeder, is that the person who feeds the, the person who's getting really fat? Or is the feeder no, the person well, who eats? Cause you, so the feeder is the feeder. It, it feeds the fat person. Yes. But like, what you want to do is you want to like, feed them squats. Because if you just feed them, they're going to have that like 
soggy ass. Like, it's like the old cereal kind of ass where it doesn't really have the firmness. Like, you, you need them to do, like, 600-pound squats is, what it, is like, what you need. Isn't there, uh, like, a cultural thing in uh, uh, Brazil or South America um, where the bigger your ass is, the hotter you are? And, like, like the chunkier you are, the hotter you are? I think might that's, be, like, most places. It might be a Caribbean thing, but I do think that uh, Brazil, they know a little bit about butts. <laughs> Bumbacat. Is that what that is? I don't know. <laughs> the thundering clap of my ass when I'm like, trying to avoid the guards. I don't listen to popular neoliberal podcasts where they say <laughs> goofy fucking shit. Neoliberal Evangelion. Okay, back to the guy that we don't care about. Yeah, fuck, fuck bubblegum. We, have we ever I don't even bubble need bubblegum. I don't even have to stop. <laughs> All right, spit it out. Yeah, spit me. it out. Spit it out. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just going to switch to fingernails. <laughs> oh, oh, fingernails we didn't even think about that before. Yeah, you chew your fingernails. What's like the best body part to chew? Fingernails. <laughs> no. Lips. 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 Inside of your lips. Lips, Oh, yeah. if you could chew your nose. <laughs> yeah, I would chew about on my thumbs. Your nose. Also, like chewing on my thumbs a lot. Worst? Probably the feet. Like like the whole thumb? Nah, like, I got... All right, let's... <laughs> we should finish the guy that we don't like. <laughs> okay. The so, listeners are going to get mad otherwise. <laughs> yeah, they're probably all gum chewers. <laughs> if you go into this challenge of not of breaking the habit, expecting immediate and total results, you may be... Or, sorry, don't expect immediate and total results. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the opposite. Okay. <laughs> you may be disappointed with yourself if you expect that. Instead, set mini goals that will help you ultimately achieve total freedom from gum chewing. Break your casual, everyday gum chewing habit first. I like the idea of mini goals with gum chewing, where it's like, don't chew gum. <laughs> chew half a how, piece. Of how gum. many? How many like, milestones can you have for don't chew gum? You, well, you can you can break it up with like only chew one piece of gum at a time. Only chew gum on Tuesdays. Only chew this piece of gum for ten revolutions. Okay, okay, I stand corrected. Ten revolutions <laughs> of the jaw. If you used to reach your bubblegum whenever you were bored watching TV or traveling, work on kicking that part of the habit first. It may be very hard to stop chewing gum when you're stressed. Consider stress chewing a goal that will come later, perhaps the last allowable gum chewing occasion. Okay, so they, they, they took your your caveat into consideration where it's it's how you calm down and how you maintain your mm-hmm. your normal everyday life. It's like maybe you could even just replace it with another habit like huffing gasoline. Might be a little healthier to ha- wait. Is it healthier to huff gasoline one time per week or chew gum for your whole life? Um, I feel like it's probably healthier to huff gasoline once a week because, like, because there's knows? a guy who huffs gasoline every day and he's okay. Yeah, yeah that's he's like fine. A, a good system shock. Right? Just don't where, drink it. Where gum chewing is just like mouth localized. Yeah, you should really get into like chewing something <laughs> crazy, like cactus. Or hot pepper. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. light bulbs. There's that's Ooh. a that's a thing people do. <laughs> or the guy who ate the entire airplane piece by piece. <laughs> what? There was a guy in Australia, I think, who like took apart a plane and shredded up all the metal on the plane into oh, little tiny shreds, and then slowly ate the entirety of the airplane over the course of like twenty years. What what compels oh, a man? God. Imagine telling some. Imagine someone telling you, "There's no way you could fit an airplane through your ass," and you're like, "I." bet you you're wrong i beg to fucking differ <laughs> and you shred an airplane up so you can eat it and excrete the entire airplane well but then you have to put it back together and that's no you don't suck. no you don't have to put it back together you just have to pass the airplane <laughs> yeah i thought you were gonna say the plane was made of wood or something but no no he just shredded the metal up yeah 
I could probably eat my hat very slowly over the course of a year. Uh, I could probably eat my shirt over the course of like maybe six months. I've I've seen a YouTuber eat his sock before because he made a bet that he lost. How do you That's eat a sock? You, you uh, saute it in a single day. You saute it with with uh, sausage and you know make it all greasy. It, and, honestly, you if know. you powdered it up, like if you really shredded it into ton, tiny pieces, you could just add it to spaghetti and you wouldn't. Fucking That's notice. true. Yeah, or you just put it inside of a meatball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a little soft <laughs> dumpling. <laughs> like for dogs, and they give them medication, they put yeah. the pill inside of a piece of food. <laughs> they wrap it in a piece of, uh, like a slice of ham or something. Just wrap a sock with a slice of ham, and I'll eat the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Swallow it. Gulp. Last bullet point here. Set an end date for yourself. Decide that you will completely kick the habit by a certain date, and try to set reasonable dates for each set of the process along the way. And remember, if you don't hit your goals, hurt yourself. Yeah, Hit yourself really, with a really hammer. <laughs> like, give yourself a lashing. Do something. We need negative reinforcement here. Yeah. Oh, honestly, lashings. Yeah. That's like a good form of punishment if you can't stop chewing gum. <laughs> yeah. Well, at that point, you're doing it to yourself, so it's more like self-flagellation. Repent. Repent. Yeah. Part one, step five. Track your progress. It is important to keep track of your progress, both to motivate you and to keep you on track with your goals. The easiest way to track your progress with any new lifestyle change is to keep a log or journal. Today, I only chewed one piece of gum, and I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> Dear journal, I'm gum. Thank you. Dear journal, <laughs> today my friend offered me a pack of gum. I, I tried to say no. no, but I couldn't. And I ended up chewing the entire thing and going on another long gum bender for the whole weekend. <laughs> I blew a bubble the size of my head. It got all in my hair. I looked in the mirror and I didn't even recognize myself. <laughs> I'm such a monster. I had to shave my hair off. <laughs> Shaving your head because you're such a gum problem. <laughs> you blew a bubble that exploded all the way to the back of your skull. And wrapped your head in gum. Uh, Hank, you are getting um, bug killing ads, which is very, very funny. Oh my god. They hear us. It hurt us talking. Uh, yeah, it's the bugs talking. Keep it written long each day about the times you caved and chewed bubblegum. It does say long, as well as the times that you overcame your cravings. Take note of the time of day, circumstances of each craving you either overcame or gave into. This may be give you greater insight into your habits and cravings. Honestly, though, like if like I wrote in my journal, like today I put off chewing gum for three hours. I would be proud of that. That's that's hard work. Do you guys keep journals? I occasionally will type something like a journal entry but like once every like three months mm. yeah i used to i used to keep a big journal actually but then i kind of forgot about it and like i'll take like little ideas every now and then journaling is a pain in the ass i don't like writing i don't like expressing myself if i'm about to fall asleep the last thing i want to do is fucking have a pen and paper in my hand <laughs> yeah i'd rather just look at my phone to be honest yeah or jerk off <laughs> any, any all of the above fred do, like, you, do you keep a journal no i don't but my my grandmother was she was going over her diary entries and i was like oh that'd be nice to like 30 years from now know what the weather was and like what i did that day specifically i like the idea of not necessarily keeping a journal but like keeping a book of lore about yourself <laughs> where like for like each like maybe like six years or whenever like a uh, like a, a, a unique event happens like you journal that but it's not like an everyday thing you can write like a boast for yourself yeah it's like ah yes today was the the, the homecoming dance, and unfortunately, I had a bad case of the shits, and I shit myself right on top of the prom queen. <laughs> I wasn't even the prom king. What a prom disaster that would be. <laughs> and then somebody dumped blood on me. <laughs> and I started screaming, and I lit everyone on fire. 
the end. So part one, step six, avoid sabotaging yourself. Many people trying to break a habit end up accidentally sabotaging their own efforts. They do this most often by reasoning that after some level of progress, they deserve a little treat. Oh, I can feel I vibe with this because I am also a big treat guy. By indulging in the habit they're trying to kick. So get rid of any bubblegum you currently have and avoid buying any more. Don't make any excuses for yourself. It's expected to keep up with breaking any habit. That any slip-ups will happen. But this acknowledge is, them as slip-ups instead of cheat days. The longer we read this, more I think of this as like a Mormon problem. Like, oh, I chew too much gum. Like, if that's the worst thing in your life is that you chew too much gum, like, you have nothing going on. You are very boring. No, I mean, that's kind of like, dude, my mom's a pack-a-day gummer. And it's like, I'm trying to get her to quit, but she just doesn't want to. Have we just coined that term? A, a gummer? A gummer. <laughs> yeah, non-gummer. I've never heard that before. Wasn't there a rapper who had a song, Gummo, or something? No, oh, no, Gummo is, um, that's that, is like... Is it Takeshi 6 9 No, no, dude, Gummo's a movie about, like, a kid that eats hot dogs in a bathtub. What? 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 No, it's, like, a real, it's, like, about this kid in, like, Mississippi that's, like, wicked fucking poor, and he, like... He like kills animals or something and eats hot dogs, and and he, and the weird the weirdest thing is that this movie was referenced in the Fred movie because Fred was in the bathtub and he had a bunch of strips of bacon ta- taped oh to his bathtub God. just like in the Gummo movie. <laughs> so <laughs> I just don't believe that. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy as a thing for a movie and then to also have Fred ape it for his fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that in my movie. Yeah. I don't remember doing that. Dude, hey, you had Jeanette McCurdy in your movie. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah, she fucking broke Dan Schneider's spell, and now she doesn't work in Hollywood anymore. <laughs> she broke his toes. Honestly, more power to you. All right, part two, finding a replacement. Oh, you have to, you, you you have to make a replacement for yourself to make them <laughs> chew gum instead. Dude, I'm telling you, a huffing gasoline is like the easy alternative. You have right. it right there in your car. All right, I'm sorry. we got to power through this. Step one of part two, cultivate a new way of being. Don't just think of breaking this or any habit as the mere cessation of one activity. Instead, consider what you're doing as a way of reinventing yourself. By breaking a habit, you're effectively ushering in a new way of living that is not hindered by your emotional or physical dependence on a habit. Mom, I sound like a psychiatrist right now. Mom, Dad, this is the new me. <laughs> I don't chew gum anymore. That's it. And if you can't accept it, I'm getting the fuck Son, out of Son, this is a family of gum chewers. We, what we do is we <laughs> chew gum. You can't tell me you're not going to chew gum anymore. Well, I just did. Now what? Yeah, what? I'm kicking you out. You're 18. You're on your own, son. You have to chew gum in this household. Dad, I'm 27. I can, I can move out whenever I want. <laughs> I don't even live here. <laughs> Use this way of thinking to help motivate you. Anytime you feel like cheating, remind yourself that the old version of yourself, in quotation marks, needed to chew bubblegum while the new you is stronger. Do you know how long it took me to get you this job at the Hubba Bubba factory? <laughs> I worked my ass off for 30 years just so you could come in and ruin my name, drag me through the mud. What do you mean you don't chew gum? Who? You're not my son. Who are you? I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> I'll, chew, I'll chew gum from now on. That's more like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. You're my son. I care deeply about you. I already went into so much debt getting my gum degree from college. It's not easy getting into gum. Sorry. You've never apologized to me before, Dad. 
don't get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) Consider incorporating other lifestyle changes into your new way of being. Perhaps the new you also works out more often or makes an effort to get involved in volunteer work. Wait, but what if the new me also likes chewing gum? Then it's not new. Mom, dad, it's the old me. (laughs) (laughs) Part two, step two, reach for healthy snacks. If you used bubblegum to satisfy a need for something to chew, try eating healthy snacks instead. You can choose crunchy or chewy snacks that won't wear down your teeth. Or bones. Chew on bones. Oh, get the marrow out. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I don't know why people don't chew on bones more often. I've actually never done that. Like, slurped the marrow out of a bone. I have never had the desire to do that because I'm never that hungry. I'm not a fucking savage. It's the ultimate form of dog treat. (laughs) I mean, for people that are hungry, I assume, like, yeah, the marrow's probably pretty good. But, like, usually I'm pretty full by the time I'm eating chicken. Yeah, like, if I if I eat a wing and I have four more wings in front of me, I'm probably not going to crack that first wing open for the marrow. Yeah, I'm probably not going to suck down the bones until it gets soft. <laughs> Do you guys don't eat the crust? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, gummy fruit chews and string cheese can be used as healthy, dental-friendly alternatives to gum. I don't think gummy fruit chews are good for you. Dude, maybe people just like eating meat candy. Because that's what gummy bears are. They're fucking meat candy. <laughs> you should just chew jerky. That is good. That's well, ultimate mouthfeel. There are the, the gummies that have liquid in them, so like they burst in your mouth. Like, like the, the starburst a- ones. <laughs> like the Advil liquid gels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it. Dude, they're chewing Advil liquid gels. <laughs> Crunchy foods like apple slices or baby carrots can also satisfy your need to chew without rotting your teeth. They also increase saliva in your mouth, which reduces bacteria that can cause cavities and other dental problems. Oh, rubber bands. Just eat rubber bands. Oh, shit. If you still have a foreskin, you could always remove that and chew on it. (laughs) (laughs) Part two, step three. Freshen your breath without bubblegum. If you chew bubblegum to maintain a fresh, clean mouth, you can find other healthier ways to freshen your breath and clean your teeth. The, the key to keeping a clean mouth is to remove food particles and plaque, as well as kill the bacteria that causes stinky odors in your breath. So you have to avoid smelly food. Uh, You have to brush your teeth and floss and add a travel size bottle of mouthwash into your pocket. Then also carry breath mints. Do you guys remember the Listerine pocket packs with the little sheets of Listerine? Yes, oh, the I little dryer sheets things. of Listerine. Oh, that I so good. would eat so many of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think it probably gave me brain damage. I would eat those all the time, just like candy. They were so good. Have you ever taken out like all 40 at once and just like eaten the cube? No. Let, let it dissolve in your mouth. It's such cube. a forbidden fruit because when you put Listerine in your mouth, like, you know, it's a little spicy, but like it. It would be so nice to swallow it. Think about the warmth of swallowing Listerine. Why is it so spicy? It'd be a nice warm flavor in the back of your throat. It's like McGillicuddy's. Yes. Yes. Do they, they don't make those at all anymore. No, they stopped. Oh my, I wonder if I can buy like some old stock off eBay. No, there's definitely some on eBay. We're going to look this up after. I bet, I bet in some country they sell them new. I bet in Canada they still sell them or something. (laughs) They still produce them. That's what sell means. Well, you could sell back stock. What, you, they're gonna sell products from like 20 years ago <laughs> yeah man what okay what store products are from 20 years ago that are still on the shelf at the grocery store uh oh at the grocery store can you think of anything at the grocery store that's 20 years old um okay the there's, shelves there's definitely some sauces <laughs> and some spices i think there might be like a rice pilaf somewhere hidden at <laughs> oh the there's grocery a can store. of spam somewhere in the back of there yes that has no label changes since yep ever I'm trying. Yeah, it would have to be something where the label hasn't changed, so it wouldn't be apparent that it had like gone bad. Rice aroni? 
That's not thinking uh, like oh, something no, like mac that. and like, cheese, oh, like hamburger, a box of Kraft mac and cheese. No, they the change back. they change the box all the time. Hamburger helper, hamburger helper. That's a classic box because it has the you know the glove, the glove, the face Got with the, the glove, glove, on, glove with the face, on. face with the glove. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm still so pissed that the hamburger helper doesn't actually come with mac and cheese or beef. It <laughs> it doesn't even help. <laughs> Dude, I once bought a box of hamburger help and be like, here's my dinner. Mmm. And it was just a bunch of powder. <laughs> Yo, you thought it was going to be a whole thing. <laughs> You're like the woman who thought that the sloppy joe can came with beef. It's a sauce in a can. Like, it's just like, and she was like, I was sobbing for days. And then everyone no. was, and the one guy who made fun of her got like fucking dragged for it. I can't eat fajitas without any cheese. Oh, you poor baby. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you I just produced some cheese for you <laughs> oh speaking of cheese that's probably if there's like, like string cheese is healthy chewing like, cheese no like like really old cheese that they sell at a grocery oh, oh right yo yeah. yo Fred found the loophole Fred found the cheese or maybe like a nice wine if you're at like a nice like yep. like gourmet oh, grocery store oh no 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 like, the, like uh, the non-alcoholic wine they sell at the supermarket <laughs> the sherry yeah the sherry wine the yeah. cook- cooking wine no, no, no. Do you know there's non-alcoholic wine they sell at the supermarket? Yes. Not even cooking wine. Yes. Oh. I saw that. It is like... for cooking. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What it's non-alcoholic. Mean? Why the fuck would you drink non-alcoholic sherry? Maybe you're just like trying to <laughs> cut a habit. Maybe you're trying to stop <laughs> chewing gum. You're going to pick up non-alcoholic wine instead. Yeah. Like a fucking Mormon. Do you think it tastes good? What, non-alcoholic wine? No. There's no way it tastes good. It's like saying Duo Duels taste good. Yeah, I've... What it doesn't the, matter if it tastes good. It doesn't get you drunk. Who cares? <laughs> what are the other uh, unalcoholic beers? I guess like root beer, but um, birch beer. Um, uh, there's like O'Doul's is the only unalcoholic beer brand that I've I, ever heard. I guess of. technically a table beer is supposed to be like one percent alcohol or something. No, there's another O'Doul's. When I was at the supermarket last time, I remember seeing O'Doul's and being like, wow, they actually carry real beer. And then, like, <laughs> reading the finer label of this, like, it was like shenanig something or something, whatever. It's like 0.2% alcohol. <laughs> yeah. It's kid beer. That's what it is. If you're an alcoholic, you should actually not be drinking O'Doul's either because it's just going to make you desire beer. <laughs> <laughs> what if it tastes better than regular beer and, like, people just don't know about Heineken it? Heineken Triple Zero. Oh, that's the other no no alcohol beer. Wow, it's like drinking diet coffee. Coffee without caffeine in it. Okay, step four: find better ways to manage stress. Some people chew gum to help manage stress at work, on the road, or in day to day situations. But there are healthier ways to manage stress, many of which are more effective and provide longer lasting results. Get some exercise. Even a twenty minute walk or run can help relieve stress and leave you feeling energized instantly. Use deep breathing techniques to calm down immediately. You're having a gum attack on the street. You're like, <laughs> oh my god. I'm having a gum attack on the road. I'm gonna drive my fourteen wheeler into like, the other side of the road. You're like you're like licking your lips and like like moving your jaw up and down, but you have no gum. And you're you're like, biting off your tongue. Like, I'm gonna go gum mode. I gotta go. Breathe in and out from your diaphragm. Below your rib cage. Your diaphragm. And, <laughs> and draw your breath slowly. Count to five on the inhalation. Hold it for five seconds and exhale for five seconds. All right, everybody, let's do a breathing exercise. Uh, 
<laughs> okay, that's five on the inhale. <laughs> okay, everyone, quick, breathe normally. <laughs> That's what I felt the other day with my dread. I was sitting on the couch. I literally could not catch my breath. I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> something wrong with me. Maybe you should do some deep breathing exercise. You get back into back into gum, dude. You're, you're, <laughs> ever since I quit gum, I've been feeling really dreadful. You're just having dread. Yeah, you're stuck in the water underground. Yeah, the water temple. <laughs> yeah, I keep putting on the iron boots. <laughs> or you could try meditation. Sit comfortably and focus on your breath using the deep breathing technique. Try to keep your mind free from distractions. We already had a whole guide about this. We, we can, we're done with meditation. Reduce your intake of caffeine, nicotine, and alcohol. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. I cannot do that. <laughs> These can leave you feeling anxious or even physically jittery. Oh my god, get the holy trinity of bubblegum, caffeine, nicotine, and <laughs> alcohol. Minus bubblegum. Just uh, and step five, chew sugar-free gum. I'm not going to read the rest of it. Uh, what can I chew instead of gum? This is the Q&A, by the way. Ice can be used as a substitute in a pinch. Oh, I didn't even think. No, I'm, I'm too no, weak. if you chew ice, you will shatter your teeth eventually. Uh, Wait, really? You can't. Like, ice is so hard. It's so much worse on your teeth than gum. It also is really cold. My teeth are very sensitive to cold, and I would hurt myself. Yeah, same. Is chewing gum harmful? Chewing gum is not necessarily harmful, but chewing too much or chewing gum that contains sugar can be harmful. Mm. Uh, she, this woman is an expert. Claudia Carberry, RDMS. <laughs> expert gum chewer. She's got a master's degree in nutrition from the University of Tennessee, so she's a know-nothing. Her name is Carberry? <laughs> yeah. Nutritionists, uh, not exactly a doctor or a chemist or anyone you should be listening to. Wait, but I feel like they have to know something about how to like nutrient nutrize yourself. I go to my doctor and he's like, "What do you eat?" And I'm like, "You know, baked beans and steak." And hot he's dogs. like, "Hot dogs, <laughs> macaroni and cheese." <laughs> and he, and he's All like, the staples. And he's like, hmm, "Maybe you should eat better." And I'm like, "Yeah, maybe I should." <laughs> Cook for me then. Uh, tips: Don't try to stop chewing bubble gum all at once. Try to break any habit overnight will only frustrate and disappoint you. Set realistic goals over a manageable time frame, and focus on healthy alternatives to replace your bubble gum chewing habit. This was just a, a, a very subtly uh, veiled alcoholism. I feel like you could honestly apply this, like, bubblegum could just be an analog for literally any substance. That's what I'm saying, yeah. This is just like an addiction uh, cure guide to yeah. any kind of addiction. Uh, for anyone listening, though, unironically, if it's heroin, don't follow this guide. You will die. <laughs> Same thing with alcoholism. If you stop drinking alcohol, if you're an alcoholic, you will die. <laughs> Actually, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all we have here at the show. So if you have anything for us, you can send it to at anti underscore didact on Twitter we're always there. We're always ready to reply to you, our loving listeners that we love. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, do you guys love anything? Do you love anyone? Um, I love myself. Okay. I love um, <laughs> baked beans and spam. I'm going to make some after this. Okay, and bye-bye. Bye. Send us an envelope full of gum that you've already pre-chewed for us. It's easier to digest. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. <laughs> Magnum
Dot org. The whole shebang.